Welcome to Local Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. So we're back for another one. Um, this one will be fun, I think. Last last one was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. We've actually had a little bit of feedback. Um, I think for the most part it was good. The crazy thing is, is whenever we talk about any of these topics, everyone come, not everyone, well. For those of you that, that, that <laughs> missed it, though, we, we talked about, like, women want wanting bad boys, right? So. Yeah. It's a thing. Just saying. Even if you don't want to admit it, so you know. So you were saying, though, the crazy thing is what? When we get oh, feedback, though? The crazy thing is, is when we get feedback from people, is they're like, oh, you didn't talk about this, and you, did, you forgot to talk about this, or you forgot to think about this, and... It, here's the reality like we could talk for like five or six hours about these topics but we're trying to consolidate <laughs> to an hour so that you guys don't well too we have kids we have life and so like, we can't we talk to all we're like shit, we should have mentioned that yeah. right you know so we so. love the feedback you guys keep yeah. giving us feedback because i it just gives us more to talk about comment, in the future. So. comment below on the yeah. youtube and all that stuff. Um, I would like, love subscribe. to see, yeah, I would love to see like a whole like stream of comments just like talking about what you guys feel about what we said. I think that would be really fun to see and have it actually published what people are thinking after. For sure. Year, so. yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm just saying that it was cool. We got, we got some feedback from it and... Um, for the most part, it was positive, and I do think the things that were people like, "Well, I don't know about this or that," like it could totally be clarified in a longer discussion, and that might yeah. be like a topic for another day. Yeah. Um, kind of makes it fun because you get to hear what other people bring to the table. So, I think we might have to have a few more guests on, like in future totally. yeah. episodes, just so we can get somebody else's perspective and kind of debate it or talk about it or you know true story i like it yeah so yeah again so um yeah we always forget to mention this but we'd super would appreciate it if you if you like you subscribe hit the notification bell share our stuff on if you're social. as crazy as we are give us a five-star review because yeah yeah you know, yeah, yeah. We're, we're five star types so. I may have had a few drinks tonight, sorry. Yeah, we, we, we just got back from our <laughs> date, date night, so we already had a few. But um, we are going to actually talk about a, was it a TikTok that you sent me? Or an Instagram? Well, first of all, like, I, I think it's going to be fun. We have some things that are kind of fun coming out. We just did a photo shoot that I'm super excited to see. Oh, the, we did some family pictures yeah and that was fun yeah, we did some stuff with our mo with brandon's first motorcycle that he got when we moved back from hawaii so it's kind of cool so i'm excited to share those with you guys and that'll be cool yeah they're gonna be epic i have an amazing photographer who i am just super excited to see so we're gonna share some of those almost but, got in a fight true that i was called a cra cracker did he called you a cracker. He did, yeah, yeah. He called me. I could barely understand anything yeah. that he was saying because 
He was super high. Yeah, uh, something. He was, something. He was super weird. And yeah. He was being, being an asshole, and I had to tell him that I wasn't going to put up with it. So he eventually walked away and called me a cracker. You know. It was very... You're only semi... It was very hurtful. I cried myself to <laughs> sleep at night. Um, yeah. Crack, cracker lives matter too, you know? Um, nice. Anyways. So that that was fun though. It was a really cool night. Um, yeah. I got some nefarious swag on. Yeah. Whoa. So, I didn't realize it was that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That one's all, it's awesome. Um... It's okay, you can't but tell what it is. We are going to uh, <laughs> order some uh, some teas and some tanks here. We're gonna actually print. We reworked the logo. We're gonna redo the the design a tad, and uh, we're gonna actually print up some more stuff and actually start doing some real photo shoots and building our website and our Instagram page and all that stuff. And so hopefully it'll uh, our plans to like actually launch this thing in June. Yeah. It's like a month away, less than that. Yeah, hopefully we can so, make that happen. That'd be cool, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I said last time that I've been wearing the stuff around and I've gotten lots of uh, really good feedback on it, so that's uh, encouraging. That's been cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, that's it. Caught up? Okay, well, there's, there's have some, a good night. No, there, are some, <laughs> there are some YouTubers that I follow and podcasts I follow, and they're like, catch you up for the week thing is like half an hour long and I'm like Jesus Christ you guys when you just get to the point right so right now we're at like almost six minutes so not too that's bad. not bad should we just play this thing and then uh, we'll we'll d discuss it yeah so we decided um, I have this guy come across my feed on TikTok often probably because I've liked a few things that he said and I don't like everything he says but there's a lot of good things that he has to talk about. And so there's this one that I showed Brandon tonight on our date night that we decided would be kind of fun topic to talk about. So here it is. We're going to play it for you guys and then we're going to have a discussion about it. There you go. All right. I get a lot of questions on whether or not sex is a need for men. Okay. So the first problem is this. In most situations, the person that's asking this is a woman who feels neglected. So, of course, she's coming into this frustrated and lonely and maybe even a little bit guilty that the man in her life keeps talking about his sexual needs. And she's asking me, who's right here? I mean, is sex a need for him? And my answer is yes. Sex is absolutely a need for him. It's not a need like food and water. It's a relational need. And that's okay because he gets to decide his own needs. And if we think about it like this, it might make a little bit more sense. Would the absence of sexual intimacy make you feel close to your partner? No. So that means we need it in a relationship, right? And that means that your need to feel valued and prioritized outside of the bedroom, your need to feel appreciated, your need for non-sexual affection, your need to feel emotionally close to someone before you have a desire to be sexually vulnerable with them, those are also legitimate needs. So in unhealthy relationships, one person says to the other, hey, I need this and you need to give it to me. And then that's the end of the conversation. They don't explore how we can both meet each other's needs. They don't understand how difficult it is for someone who feels neglected to continue to prioritize them. And they might say, yeah, but I feel neglected too, so why should I prioritize her needs? Okay, so here's how we fix this problem. Mutual selflessness. And I always lose people when I say that. People roll their eyes and they, all right, I get a lot of questions on whether or not. 
What'd you think? <laughs> well, I, what I do think is we didn't cheers before we started. That is so. true. We did not cheers. So let's cheers before we start this discussion. So the cool question was to start off with this is, uh, you're saying it gets the question a lot from women, um, is sex a need for him? Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> you're just going right in for right it. Right into Well, it's not a hard question. <laughs> well, I it's, think... It's a true story. Yes, it is. But here's the, que- here's the thing, though, and this is the reason why he gets this question a lot, is that I don't think that there's a full understanding for women and men in this subject. I think there's just so many different things being set out that I think this is why this is an important conversation. Okay. And I think it's because there are so many relationships out there where, you know, sex isn't a big thing in their relationship. And we've kind of talked about this before in some of our podcasts where we talk about, like we did one on... Um, whether you're a roommate or a lover or whatever, I can't remember what it was. But, I mean, there's a huge difference between having a relationship and just being roommates and being stuck with each other and really just having to try to get through your life instead of enjoying the relationship that you have. And, And I think this is like a huge topic. And this is why he probably gets this question a lot because I don't. Oh, I've I've heard this from from people too, and most of the time it's women who don't want to have sex and they think that their man's like disgusting and he's a pervert and blah 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 blah, right? And so it is a thing where women some some women not all women um, just simply don't understand because they're not interested in it. And I think that has to. That comes from basically like a, their background and where they came from, you know, honestly. Like I think when you live in either a home or an environment or like a, an area where that's not seen as being something that people talk about or actually like say is a good thing in your relationship, then it's easy to go into a relationship thinking that that's not an important thing to have in your relationship. There's like a million things in my mind that can come into play here. That's, that's yeah. why I'm like, when, Sh- when Sharif played this, I'm like, or showed me this thing, I'm like, yep, let's discuss it because <laughs> it could be a big thing. So this is going to sort of like free flow thing. This She just showed me this tonight while we, while we, we were out to eat. So this might go in like a thousand directions bring it baby bring it yeah <laughs> what so, are your thoughts tell me well what did he say so one of the things he said in there that i think was uh pretty profound is he said well let's let's back up and we'll ask the question is the lack of sex going to make you feel closer to each other the answer is no, right? So that's the biggest question a, you should ask yourself right? in that situation. Honestly, I, because there's so many couples that don't that feel neglected, and when they feel neglected, they take away that they take that away from their partner because it's kind of their way of like controlling the situation. Yeah, but you can feel neglected for several reasons, though. Like 
you might feel neglected in a certain way, so you withhold sex. But also there might be people, usually from my experience, men feel neglected because their wife is not is not interested in sex. So yeah. are you saying that she is withholding sex because she feels neglected in some way? Yeah. Some of the times I'm sure that's true. Mm-hmm. Other times I bet that's not true. Other times I bet that she just might have issues around that topic. Yeah. Or that action. Yeah, 100%. I think so, it goes in both ways. The thing is, it's, it's, Many not, ways, it's right? not the same <laughs> in any one uh, relationship. Well, it might be similar in some, some of them. But I'm just saying there's a shitload of things that can come into play when it comes down to this stuff. So question is, is where do we start with this discussion? I think if Lead we... Lead us off. I think if we really take about take what he's talking about, he kind of goes into the idea of women's needs being fulfilled outside of a sexual desire, right? And there is a need for that. So I think that is something that should be discussed because women and men are different in the way that they need their needs fulfilled, if that makes sense. And I'm not going to say that it's just outside of sex. Women have sexual needs as well, but in their minds, I think because we have so many different things that we have to take care of because we're nurturers and we try to take care of so many different things at the same time, we forget that that is still one of our desires that we want in life. And I think that's what can be fun about a relationship is realizing that when you understand that your partner does need that because for men in the way that I feel like I understand our relationship and how relationships should be is is honestly like that's what brings you guys from being friends being roommates to being a couple to being like connected on a different level yeah if you're not have, having sex, if you don't have a good sex life, I mean, you're either going to be kind of miserable and resentful forever, or you're going to be you're end in divorce. I don't know that there's much of an in between. I'm sure that there are some people that where both of them are somewhat asexual and don't care, but that's probably super rare, right? For the most part, one of you, usually the man, um, has or the man has a has more of a sex drive. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and back this up and tie this into our last episode just a tad for a second. And this is not the issue 100% of time, but it is an issue often, right? So in the last one, we sort of talked about like um, participation trophies to some degree, okay? There is a thing that happens out there where women have all their fun in their 20s. They sleep with all the bad boys. They go out with all the guys they're attracted to. And then when it comes time to settle down, they find the guy that they feel like is safe, right? And that's rad for that guy because he's like, well, sweet, I finally got this chick, right? But then in the end, like it kind of, kind of like as time moves on, she picked the safe guy, not the guy she's attracted to, right? So she's going to natural, naturally be like less sexual with that guy because she just doesn't have the attraction towards that guy and that guy's going to be super fucking confused because he's like well she picked me she married me why is she not attracted to me why does she not want to be with me right um so there's a deficit there somewhere that the guy's just simply not going to uh, uh, uh understand 
And sometimes she understands what she did. And sometimes it's like a subconscious thing that she did where she picked the safe guy. And by default, she's not as attracted to the safe guy as she was the, these other guys. I know women in my own life that I'm close to that have done this exact thing and it did not necessarily end up well for them long term. Is that, do you agree or disagree or think that that is, is a thing sometimes? I think it's a thing sometimes. I don't think that it's all the time for sure. Oh, I'm not saying it's every case. There, there's a thousand things, like you said, that oh, could yeah. cause this stuff, right? Yeah. But that is a thing where women pick the safe guy and not... It's it's like on... Um, Shereen, I love that show, How How I Met Your Mother. And it's like that, you know, Marshall thinks he's just the shit because Lily picked him. And there's this one episode where she's like, the girl never picks the hot guy. And he's like... Well, you did. And she's like, I'm the exception, right? Or <laughs> she you knew, can see in her eyes she that knew, she's like... She knew damn well what she did, right? You know? Because there's always... The, what they were saying is there's always a reacher <laughs> and then there's a settler, right? right? In right. a relationship. So what I'm saying is, you know, the, at the end, the safe guy, he's the reacher. The girl that finally decides she wants to be with the safe guy, she's the settler, right? That's the thing. That's the real thing that happens. Okay, yeah, so what other cases might there be? That's an important aspect of your relationship and how you guys can bond as a couple. And I don't think that that's taught uh, very widely across like any platform. I think that it's still this thing where like, oh, we should be empowered and we should use sex to be like this thing that we can use against our men instead of it being like something that can bond oh, us. There comes a thing right there, okay? Sex that, so women do in fact use this as a weapon, yeah? Yeah, sometimes. I've yeah. heard it like from some of my friends yeah. too. And I mean, yeah, like you've heard it in real life. We've all heard it on TV and stuff like that. Like, well, if he would do the dishes more often, then I might be in the mood more often, right? Well, that's called chore play, okay? Doing the dishes is never going to make a wife a horny. A, a woman is never going to be like, oh, he's washing the dishes. Dishes so so good. The dishes are so wet. I can't wait to jump all <laughs> over. over. But, this that is is exactly, not a thing. but this is exactly what he's talking about because these women are like, okay, well, I need my needs fulfilled. And most of these women who are probably reaching out to him are being like, I want the dishes but, done. I want him to take the kids while I the have can relax. Are, but those aren't the needs that are going to make her well, want to yeah, jump into but bed. But I think that it's like what masks what their think, actual needs are. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's what their, their brain's like yeah. interpreting, right? But that's not what's going to make her want to jump into bed with him no woman is going to watch her man do the laundry and think oh i cannot wait to freaking rip his clothes off so we can just refold those clothes and put that in that stack he just made right that's not a thing okay that's called chore play and um chore play never really turned into a good sex life okay now on the other side of that if you're not a man that helps out when your woman is exhausted, especially like... Well, we're, we're going to get to that, oh, right? Okay. Right now we're talking to... <laughs> hey, I, I want to like speak up for a, one side of this at least. Right. Well, <laughs> you agree with me that women don't get turned on physically by watching a man vacuum the floor. Yes. That's bullshit. That's, that is just simply not a thing, right? That's women using sex as a weapon. But I don't think that they really realize that they're doing that exactly. Oh, women do all sorts of shit subconsciously that they yeah. don't realize. Absolutely, okay? 
Um, so what's next? What else can cause this? Oh, I thought you were going because to it's on that. no, no, no. <laughs> no we're 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 going to get to these things afterwards. I think is is my planet that I'm coming. Oh, we're just coming I'm, up with all that the I'm reasons. coming up with on the spot. Well, there's like a thousand reasons why women are less interested in sex than men. Okay, men are simple. We're easy. Like, yes, do we need sex? Absolutely, we do. Okay. Um, women just so tell us on tell us from a man's point of view why sex is a necessity because for women <laughs> you want me to explain to you yeah I I'm being a hundred percent have honest. testicles that that manufacture millions and millions and m- m- millions oh, of sperm that's a day not an excuse you should use that's that's just that's not even like a real thing. That's absolutely a real thing. It's a physical thing, and that's and that stuff is made to populate the planet, right? It's a natural drive we have, and it is just the way it is. We physically are making baby juice at all times, day and night, and it has to come out of us. This is why when, when young men that are not sexually active will have wet dreams at night because it has to come, come out. It is a physical need. It's not just something guys want. It is a physical need. But I think even so, like it. I don't we, know what, if you want me to be more clear than that. I'm not sure if I can. No, I think that was great, and that's. <laughs> I don't know. That's why. That's actually why I asked you, is because I don't. It, it seems like such a simple, like plain thing to be able to say, but I don't think that very many people or many very many women understand that part of it. And I think, too, that goes along with it. As a woman, you need to understand that, yes, it's a physical need, but also it's a physical need of feeling loved and feeling the affection in your relationship, where that sometimes can be masked by something else for women in a relationship. Well, the thing is, is, so that happens to, to men every single second of every single day. Like... So seriously, like people are like, oh, men are such pigs because they're always thinking about sex. Yeah, well, that's just a desire. That's a thing that we need every single day. We're constantly making baby, baby juice at all times, okay? Women are only really physically um, feeling those needs once a month. A woman is much more likely to have an affair and even conceive with that affair um, while she's... Uh, ovulating that's when she's that's when you're gonna see her like you know when um, the married guys like here's pro tip right if once a month around that same type type of month or same time of the month you start to see your girl like want to want to go out on the town with her girls this girl's never gonna dress all sexy we're gonna dress all cute and it always seems to happen about that same time she may not even realize it but that is her physical need to go out and find the alpha male and I'm not saying she's going to cheat each time, but I'm just saying that is the time where women start to feel those needs, those desires, like men do. That happens to you guys once a month, where for us it's like freaking every day, day and night. Hmm. That's the only How time of the ever month. Get this once well, a month because you have had an IUD for oh. years and you don't have those cycles. Oh. But women who do not have those and. Have I those still, in I still have my cycle. Angles. It just happens different. But you don't feel the hormones the same way, though. And in fact, there is there is also another thing that comes into play with that trophy husband thing that we found is there are also studies out there that show that being on the pill actually changes um, who you are attracted to. 
So women that are on the pill, they don't have those natural desires quite the same. And so they are attracted to more feminine men. Now, when they get married to that man and they go off the pill, all of a sudden they find themselves less attracted to them because now their natural desires come back and now they want the alpha again. This is a thing. It's real. I never showed you the study, but it's a thing. <laughs> okay. I, I can I'm find it and <laughs> I can find it. I can prove it. Um, it is a study. It is real. It does change. It does change who you're attracted to when you're on the pill because it changes your whole hormones. And my point in saying this is hormones are the, are the leading thing that, that cause desire, right? Where men feel it all the time. Women usually feel it once a month, more so than they do the rest of the month. I'm not saying you're not interested in sex for the rest of the month. I'm saying that that once a month desire is higher. Um, you're more, women are statistically more likely to have affairs and cheat during that time. Um, it, because they're, they're, they're thinking a bit more like, like a man does at that time. Oh, so does that make sense? So men think about having affairs all month long. Men, and women are men, only once. Men, <laughs> men think about sex all the time. I, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm just saying if we're relating it, you're saying that's the time when women cheat. We're just saying that men cheat all month long. I'm not saying they do cheat all month long. I didn't say women all cheat at that time. I say they're more likely statistically just to cheat during, during that time. It. Sure. <laughs> Sure. I mean, I, I had a discussion one time with a friend. I said, you know what? You're a guy. You're going to be tempted to cheat all the time. You have to make the choice not to. I'm not going to sugarcoat this shit and say that guys do not like have eyeballs and look around and think that they would like to be, be with people. Of course they would. Women do too. They are more likely though to do it during that time of the month. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. And I don't think you think I'm wrong. You think I'm probably right about this. You just have, haven't read the studies I have. No, I'm just interested as to where, like, where your thinking is coming from and in comparison to men well, versus women. I can show you, just not right now. <laughs> well, in comparison to men, I'm the one saying that men are thinking about it all the time and you guys are like much more righteous because you're thinking about it once a month instead of all the time. We're so much more yeah. righteous. Like just you got a little freaking like halo, right? So I'm not saying you're worse than us. I'm actually saying that we are worse in that way, right? But it's a no, nat but it, natural thing. I wouldn't say that it's worse in that way. It's just, it's just human nature. And I think when you grow up in a certain culture or even religion or whatever, you're not really taught these things about men. You're actually taught that. I know like with the religion that I grew up in, um, what I was taught is I'm the one who's causing the feelings to happen within a man. But as I grew up and I got older and I understood how men think and how men's bodies are, like all of a sudden I realized they are going to have those desires and that, that thinking no matter the way that I act. It might be but. increased by the way that like I dress maybe um, or the way I act maybe, but... Here's, it is a natural thing. Here's, here's what I'm trying to get at here, and I don't think this is what you're trying to understand. I'm not just talking about your like mental and emotional motives. I'm talking about how bodies work, okay? Yeah. I read a book called, and I can't think of who wrote the book, but I read a book, a book called Sperm Wars. And women, okay, so during that time of the month, okay, this is actually where I got a lot of this info from. Um, during that time of the month when they're more statistically likely to have affairs, okay? They could be having sex with their husband every single day during that time. 
but they are nine times more likely to get pregnant from a one-night stand during that time because the guy is somebody she deems as more alpha. He's exciting. He's new. And she's, and he's the one that, that her body wants to conceive from at that time. Body is desiring the, the different, the new. Like she's seeking out someone who she's genuinely attracted to at that moment rather than the person that she feels like she has to be with all the time. I'm not saying she's mentally thinking this. I'm not necessarily thinking she's like emotionally aware of this. I'm, I'm saying our bodies are in control of this thing, right? She's for the, she's looking, her body's looking for the biggest and the best seed, right? Which she does not deem to be her own man at that time. But that's what we're talking about is what like our, our needs are on a very basic level of I'm talking I'm talking about them being physical needs, right? Yeah. Whereas a lot and this goes back to where our subject began here. A lot of women, at least that I've talked to, think, Oh, he's just a pig. He thinks about sex all the time, this and that. And they're thinking of more emotional and more like mental, right? And when you ask and when you ask what he'd asked, is is sex a need for men? It's a physical thing. Yes it is. Yeah. hundred percent. That's the answer. And it's not because he's a pig. It's not because he just physically is making or he's mentally making himself think about sex all the time. The dude is freaking programmed to do so. Okay, so what do you have to say for women who are struggling with understanding that because their needs need to be felt, be met in a different way? What do I have to say to women? Like, what would you say to that part of it? Because they're like, I would, t I would say that well, the women aren't the one that I talk to in this situation. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying I need to talk to them? No, 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 no. I'm. I'm, I'm saying just saying. This. I just I want to know your thoughts on I that. I can't sit here and tell a woman like you have to be more attracted to your man because that's just like. Yeah. It's like me saying, "Hey, I I know you don't like think that wall is sexy right there, but you but you have to because I say so, right? That's just not the way it goes. Um, women are responsive. We've talked about this before. Um, women are responsive in relationships and men are usually the aggressors in the relationship, right? So, I mean, honestly, it's kind of a sad but true story, but if your wife's not attracted to you, it's probably your own, your own fault. Now, it might be her fault that she picked you when she knew better. I mean, I know somebody who was head over heels in love with a guy um, she did not necessarily deem him as the safe one to pick. And she picked somebody else that was the safe guy to pick. Um, and for 20 something years, she was just miserable with this guy because she was never into him in the fir for first place. Right? So yeah. Okay. Women take some accountability when it comes to that stuff. Right? You chose poorly. Right? Um, but also men like the guy involved in that, right? Like, there's things that he could have done to stoke that desire. There's things he could have done to increase attractiveness. Um, but really when you understand that that's a need that your partner has, if you can kind of, it, it's kind of a weird <laughs> flip of the switch, but when you realize that that's something that well, he needs, you need to realize that you can, that actually benefits you. It actually benefits your relationship. Because all of a sudden it goes from like thinking like, oh, he's not fulfilling what I need to like, okay, like we can have this beautiful relationship when I give, he gives. 
and like and that's kind of what he talks about in his and what he was saying on this TikTok video is just that you know come to an understanding where she might not she's probably feeling neglected and kind of what Brian and I talk about on a lot of our other episodes is there's so many different things that you can play into not having her feel neglected and that has to come with like the foreplay throughout the day the foreplay throughout the week the things that you do to actually like have her desire you or have him desire you yeah well he he talks about like um how to like overcome that and fix it right he calls it self, uh, mutual selflessness right yeah um i used to work with some guys that would always bitch and moan that their wives wouldn't have sex with them we'd come in i'd come into work and it was always the same thing right and i was and i was all i would always tell the guys hey you want to make sure that she never never says no make her come three times for your one time promise you she won't she won't say no next time <laughs> right i mean that's simple math three to one in her favor she's not gonna freaking turn you down next time right um, she's gonna be like, so that's so that selflessness, she right? Dishes or should we go upstairs? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so there's there's mutual selflessness, right? Now I've I've heard of guys, um, and I know guys like this. Well, at least I've I've heard of them through their spouse or their girlfriend or whatever. Where some dudes just, I mean, I don't know if they don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they've never watched porn before. I don't know, like no, like I don't know. I don't know how they don't know, but. They just think that they just crawl on top and they do do their thing. They get off and they're done, right? Well, dude, if she's not interested in you next time, well, that's freaking why, right? Again. Hell to the again, yeah on that one. Again, like I said, <laughs> when you ask me what to tell women, like most of what I have to say is not to women. It's to the to dudes here, right? Because I believe that it's your job to stoke the desire, to stoke the attractiveness, um, to stoke the... Um, fire right you know so and i think that comes from a place of like not really wanting to research or not really wanting to step up your level in bed and i think that like the more you have sex together the like the more you're going to be able to understand needs and like become comfortable with each other and understand like what each other likes and if you're doing something that your partner if your partner is doing something that you like, let them know. Because I think, like, in, in a lot of cultures, like, that's a no-no is to, like, talk about sex, even when you're having sex. But, like, to have that conversation in it or to, like, make a sound or something to make them understand that they enjoy it. Like, that's an important part of... Yeah. And it's right. the fun part, you guys. Like, as a woman, I will say, like... This is where we kind of have well, the power, and I'm not saying a power because I'm going to use it against them, but it's like this power of like, guess what? We can have fun in this aspect of our relationship. We can enjoy this part of our relationship, and I have to choose to enjoy it. If I'm going to go into like having sex with my husband, and I'm yeah. going to I'm going to automatically hate it. <laughs> you're going to hate it. Well, tell 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 you though. So I I beat up on the dudes a lot but there are women like this too right that like they don't know what the hell they're doing in bed right um they feel uncomfortable they feel weird it might be because of their upbringing they might have had experiences in the past that, that make them not interested in it right but i mean 
if you want to have a good relationship, you got to like fig- figure out how to make this good, right? And nobody likes starfish sex, right? You know what starfish sex is? No. Is laser like a starfish. <laughs> right? Nobody likes starfish sex, right? So um, w- w- women also need to like p- pick up their skills as well and be willing yeah. to do some things that they might think is maybe different sometimes, right? Because women, you want guys to do the things to you that you enjoy, right? But you ought to probably do some things to them that they enjoy also, right? I mean, when I worked with those guys, I remember one specifically that his wife absolutely refused to go down on him ever. I knew a girl one time that told me that no matter what, she would never bend over for a guy because that's disrespectful and that's... um, What'd she say? It was... What was the word she used? Anyways, it was humiliating or disrespectful or like doggy style, right? And I'm like, that's like the best way because that's the way he hits your T-spot and this and that, right? But there, there are weird ideas that people have. And um, you know what? You might think that that's weird, but your husband might really want that. And her husband, you might think, I've known guys too that feel like that's weird too. And like their wives want them to do it too, right? So... Mutual selflessness. It's a. It's okay to experiment. It's okay to talk. It's okay to try new things. Spice it up for fuck's sake, right? Well, here's the thing. Like, I know there's many women out there that even if like you haven't exactly enjoyed your sex in your relationship, you still fantasize about that part that you need and desire in your life. Like that's still a part of you. We still have a sexual desire. Just me like formulate different than a man's desire, right? And I know as women, we kind of like, say you're watching a movie like Fifty Shades of Grey, we've talked about this, right? And how like this, those kinds of things that are a little bit like edgy, but also like, are a little bit naughty, but also exciting and interesting, like it kind of entices us and we're kind of like, oh, that feels a little dirty, it feels a little different, right? And we all have this fantasizing part of us that's in our brain that we we hold off from our partners sometimes. And how amazing would it be in your relationship if all of a sudden, like, you turn, you flip the switch and all of a sudden you use that desire, that passion that you're feeling in that moment when you watch a show or you have these, like, thoughts when you're reading a book or whatever and you use it in your relationship. Yeah, well... It's such a different experience as a woman to be able is, to so use like, that. So, like, back to where we talked about how sometimes women will be this way with her people she used to date, and then she picks, like, the safe guy, right? I'm going to tell you, women, a little, little secret here. And, and, and this comes out of, like, real discussions I've had, okay? We've had multiple discussions like this where it went something like this, where we're discussing a certain things sexually, and they're like, oh, I don't like that. I'm like, bullshit, you don't look like that. And eventually I get them to admit, well, yeah, I do like that, but my husband's not the guy that I want that done by. Right? Does that make sense? Okay, I said that right. Okay, so I'm going to tell you this right here. Every dude, if you told your husband that, that you wanted the guys before him to do those things, but he's not the guy, you're going to break his fucking heart. Because every husband wants to be the guy that turns the wife on the most, right? Because what they're thinking is, oh, she eventually picked me, I'm the best, right? Unfortunately, that's not always true. The safest does not mean the best. 
the best is like the most exciting, the most fun, the best in the sack, right? Like does all the things. Um, but a lot of times though, they had all their fun here. They did all the dirty things here. They had, they did, they did all those things that they don't want him to do here. And then they picked the safe guy. And then all of a sudden everything, life becomes tame. And he has this delusion that he's the best. But when you're willing to admit to somebody else that, yeah, yeah, I do like that, but he's not the guy, right? Man, that would break that poor bastard's heart, right? So that's where I talk, you know, I mean, first of all, I don't, I don't love the participation trophy thing where girls like have all the fun and they pick the safe guy. I think that we should all pick the person that like lights our fire the most, right? But where I'm talking to those guys that might be the safe guy right now, I would give them advice to become that guy, right? And it doesn't mean that you have to become a different person. It just you means... Just be the better version of yourself. Yeah, but two, I think it also... Do things differently. It also means that you communicate and understand what each other's needs are and you meet those needs and, and just kind of like upping the level in your relationship to be a little bit more spicy, a little bit different, a little bit, because it takes increments, right? You can't just go from zero to 90 and be like all of a sudden, like try to be some Casanova guy that you've never been before. Like I'm trying to make this make sense. That sounded <laughs> bad the way I said it, because that would be a great well, idea. <laughs> but, I mean, like going from like being this super soft guy in the bed and then all of a sudden you're going to like whip her with a whip like you there's levels between that, so don't go from zero to 90, right? Like take levels and like experiment together well, and have fun with that. Here's the deal, in theory, I think this is the way it ought to go, right? I know the way our relationship has gone and it's just gone better, our sex life has gotten better and better and better. Um, as we've gotten older, we've been together 20 years. I mean, you learn what each other like, you get a little bit more skilled at the things, you, you know, you, you just kind of like, you'll learn each other's bodies and movements and sounds and all that stuff, right? Unfortunately for a lot of people though, the way it works out is the best the woman ever had was in her decade between 19 and 29. And then the guy she married after 30 never gets that same enthusiasm. I don't know about that. I promise you it's true. Oh, I think those, that happens in relationships where the, the woman just doesn't understand how sex can be enjoyable in her relationship. No, it's because she picked the safe guy. She dated all the a-hole, this the bad boy thing we discussed last time. Dated all the bad boys that she was genuinely into and then picked the safe guy and it's just kind of, kind of like blah after that. Happens all the time. All the time. I think there's a percentage of it, but I do feel like there's a, a lot of women who hit their peak sexually when they're older as well. And that's why there's like tons of studies where women hit their peak later in life. Sure. And a lot of times that's after a divorce. You know, you've seen women get divorced and all of a sudden they get all in shape and they get all interested in sex again and they find the next guy that actually like turns them on again, right? Like, well, I think that has to do too with the fact that they're like, they're in a relationship that's not working, right? Because of... A, B, or C, right? And it plays into all aspects of their relationship. And then when they get out of a relationship, then they're like, all of a sudden they realize that, hey, like, I don't have, like, this, I'm just saying this because this is what women probably think. I don't know, I've never been divorced. So I'm just like, well, the thing I just said to you again, I, I read these things, I study these things. What I said to you is statistically true also. A lot of women, a huge majority of them, 
Um, they don't get mar married young like we do here in Utah. They have their party years. Party, they they do the, like one of the guys I listen to on YouTube all the time, they, they, they go and they do the, the hot guy at the foam cannon party in Cancun, right? But then they marry the dude when they're 30 and he's got the dad body, but he's got a good job. He rakes in the dough, right? He has a nice house, has a car, all that stuff. But then they're just simply not as interested. That is a thing that, I mean, it's statistically true. It hap hap happens a lot. I would um, agree because it's like the safer place to go. Right. But that's, but what I'm saying though is this, right? That happens a lot. But if the guy knew that was happening, that would be a total heartbreaker for him, right? So how do we help those people up their game? And this is what this thing we were talking about, get back to our subject matter again here, right? You know, um, how do we explain to the women that yes, sex is a need, but also at the same time, you gotta also explain to the man what he has to do to stoke those desires in her, right? Because he's never gonna just wanna just like, okay, well, he needs it, so I'm gonna be enthusiastic. If she does give, give in simply because it's a need for him and she wants to provide that need, a lot of the times it's gonna be starfish sex that won't be all that great anyways. Yeah, well, she's not gonna be fulfilled like he's saying. Right. And that's why he says that both of you need to come into it in an unselfish way and understand that when you go into intimacy with your partner, you both have to be doing it for each other, not for your own desire. So, yeah, sometimes, and we've had this discussion before privately, sometimes, you know, you're going to be like, okay, they want to have sex, so I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to wrap my brain around this. I'm going to get myself in the mood. But you may not want to at first, but not too long into the whole process, it feels good. You have fun and you eventually end with an organ chasm and then you sleep well, well afterwards right so if you just wrap your brain around it that's step one it always well, ends it ends up being fun for the most part i mean i think there are some people out there that just hate it and they have mental issues against it and it's not fun for them well i will say what i was trying to say earlier i was kind of talking to women but you stopped me from telling the story don't you talk to them <laughs> what i was saying is Honestly, I think that it's a whole mindset change when it has to come with, like, come for women because, honestly, we got to understand that, yes, it is a need for our men to have this desire, but it doesn't mean that we don't have the desire. It just means that we are so focused on so many different aspects of our life, so many different areas. Like we may be a mom, you know, we may be working full time and being a mom, you know, and we have all of our strength and effort going into all these different avenues of our life. And I think when you kind of take it back to like who you really are as a woman and what your desires are sexually, and this is what I'm saying is like those books that you read, those movies that you watch, that feeling that you feel like maybe even when you're by yourself and you're just like, okay, like I've, I'm feeling this need, this desire, like find a way to be able to like put that towards your man and like have it towards your relationship and be able to use it in your relationship because we all have this design this desire of what this passionate beautiful like sexy relationship is in our heads but i don't think very many people very many women talk about the fact that we can actually like 
put that focus into our own relationships and have some of the most beautiful, amazing sex that we can have with our husbands because we're actually like funneling that passion and that desire towards our relationship instead of like wondering and um, fantasizing about who else that might be with, you know? Like there's so many books, there's so many movies that we can like put all of our passion and desire into but what if we like change that focus into our own relationship? What if you went into like your husband wanting to have sex that night and you like funnel all that desire and that passion towards him and how amazing that will be for your relationship? And I think when you can actually like change that mindset, change that focus to being able to like funnel it towards your relationship instead of fantasizing about it. Because I know as a woman like that happens. And I know the change that happens when you can actually like change your perspective and make it happen for your relationship instead of like just fantasizing about it, it makes a huge difference in your relationship. It makes a huge difference in the way that you feel sex is for you because I think there's this weird mindset of feeling like sex is only for the man. And that's a mindset you have to change. You have to realize that like you deserve to have enjoyment in that as well, but it doesn't always have to come just from your man. It has to come from you actually flipping the switch and wanting that for yourself as well and wanting it in your relationship for yourself. And I don't think very many women talk about that and the fact that like it does start with us and having the desire to want it, but it also plays as like a couple and as a partner to say, to like be able to, have that fun throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout like, like that, just that play, that fun that you can have as a couple that actually nurtures the desire to have that, um, that intimacy in your relationship. Anyway, that's what I have to say. Do that. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. I just feel I like. anything to say against that. That's good, good advice. No, I just think that there's. I think that sex for women is such a, has been such a, a weird thing because it's like if you want it a lot, you're seen as a bad woman. Like if a guy has a ton of sex in high school, he's this awesome man. He's this player. He's like, he's like put up on a pedestal. But if women have sex, tons of sex, they're like this horror, this awful human being. And this is the thing that needs to change in our society because we should both be like on for male and female like we should both be good with our sexuality we should both feel good about sex and we should both want it on our own terms and also wanting it for your partner and it's just something that I think needs to change and it still happens to this day where like women are a little bit more shamed for sex and and I think that does play a huge part on whether we want it in future times or not because I think it does play a toll on us but I think that we should understand as women that like we're all this like we're all talking about all this power for women all the time these days but like that's a power within us that we can give to the people that we love and it's the most amazing power that we can give and it just brings you closer together and just like what he says on that TikTok is is withholding that from your partner never made you closer so So, hmm, I have a thought. 
So something you said in there. So there's, and a lot of people don't like to hear this, but again, it's statistically true. So you can have issues with it if you want, but. You're gonna have to post all these statistics. Well, at least mine, I, I could post if I chose to, as opposed to Sheree's statistics that she just makes up. I, I have amazing statistics. But women who, so like you were saying high school, for example, okay? Uh-huh. You know, like how women that have like a high notch count are called sluts and dudes that have a high notch count are called studs, right? Um, it is true that a man can have a high notch count and it doesn't affect his future relationships as much, right? Um, he can finally find the girl he loves. He can fall in love. He can he can live a ha- happy life and be a great dad and great husband. Um, women who have a high notch count though are they are more prone to anxiety. They're more prone to to depression. They are more prone to divorce. Um, they have a hard time pair bonding. So there is a thing, right? So, and that's the thing I think where I think that comes into play where I'm saying that the girls that have the fun time in their party years and then settle for the safe guy. That is a part of that too, where they all of a sudden they have a hard time really pair bonding with this guy and enjoying being with him because they've been with all these guys that might have been more fun than him. And when you've already had the best that you're gonna have, and this guy doesn't add add up, he's just never going to add up in your eyes. So that makes it more di- difficult for him. There's a reason that women who have a high notch count have a hard time pair bonding and they they have a higher rate of divorce than women who have zero partners, one or two partners get married when they're virgins or have only had a couple of partners. But if they have a high notch count, they have a very hard time pair bonding with the guy that they eventually end up with. So probably because they've probably because they experienced sex on a different level well guys women have, guys are have a need for- guys are physical about sex and women are yeah. emotional about sex and when you share that emotional side of you again this is i'm not saying this is fair it just is what it is right guys guys can totally just physically have sex with somebody and move on and there's no like emotional thing but women usually emotionally um, they're much more emotional about sex and so when you share that part of you with this many people eventually something inside of you sort of goes numb, right? And also, if you have been what they call what some people in the world, the YouTube, the podcast world out there, they call it being alpha widowed. When you were with the guy that's probably the best you're ever going to have, but that's not the guy you end up with, then you end up with this guy that's just like so-so in the sack, you're in a hard time ever being super into that guy because he's not as good as this guy. You're always going to pine for like this experience again that you're just not going to get with him. You don't think that happens on the level for men? I'm just wondering. I mean, unless... Like, if you were with this a girl for, this girl that was amazing at sex, you would think that it would... Unless the girl... I'm like, just asking because is this like I mean, a number seeing? Like is... It, no, that, it's... it's It could like... In a way, it could be, right? Because maybe she's ending up with a guy who hasn't been with very many women, so you're still playing on the same level 
Well, if she, well, for sure, if she's been with all these guys and this dude's inexperienced, yeah. he's never going to... Because I can uh, see that uh, happening uh, where she's like out being with all these guys and then she ends up with the safe guy who's only been with two women. And he's, and never he's gonna, like uh, horrified by this woman who has all this experience. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's like, he's, is he's, it that? Or he's is never going to be as good as these guys. But even within this group, there usually is one, one dude that she's like, oh, that dude like blew my freaking mind. And then you're... You're what's called alpha widowed for that one guy, and no other guy after that is ever gonna like add up or measure up. But you don't think it could happen on the other side for for dudes for the most part. Like, sex is like pizza, it can be like hot pizza, it can be cold pizza, it can be like for the most part, it's fun, unless you just like freaking starfish sex, right? Like, a girl's got to be really, really bad in the sack for a guy to be like, Yeah, no, thank you, I'm not interested. Or just very, very unattractive, right? Which I'm taking out of the equation because if you chose to marry, marry this p- person, you probably don't think they're super unattractive, right? So I'm not discussing that right now. I'm talking about people that end up together. But what I'm saying is like if you were a guy, if flipping this the other way, right? If you were a guy who'd been with like 50 different women and like you had out of those 50 women that you'd been with, or even 20, Let's like take the number down. <laughs> that was a really high number to say. Maybe even 10, okay? Like say you're with 10 women or whatever, right? And then all of a sudden, like the eighth woman that you were with was like mind-blowing sex, amazing, right? And then you meet this girl who has only been with two people and it's like, eh, but you get I married I am confident to her. that I could take any girl and make her good in the sack because I'm me, right? And not, that's not to say that I'm awesome. I'm just saying I'm experienced and I am confident that I could take any girl and eventually teach her to but be But what if she sack. just doesn't want to have that happen? Well, I would learn real quick that she's not the one for me and I probably would not marry her. <laughs> right? But I'm, but I'm not going to just but settle see, down I, with somebody because they're safe, yeah, right? But that's the thing is women do settle down with somebody who feels safe because... And then, they, that, and then yeah. that poor guy can't measure up to this guy from five years ago or six years ago. That's what I'm saying, right? So that's another reason that it might be the case where she's just simply not as, as interested in sex as him, right? There's all sorts of them. Yeah. There's like a thousand things. Now we could get into the deep, dark part of it that I've been trying to avoid. I mean, there could be abuse. There could be like stuff when they were younger that they're just, they're gonna physically shut down when you touch them, right? And that's super sad. And like, that's not what we're trying to discuss, but there can be lots of freaking reasons but genuinely, or generally, back to the discussion again, it usually is the woman that is less interested in sex than the man, and the man sitting there scratching his head as to why, and she's scratching her head as to thinking, why is he such a perv? Why is he always th- thinking about sex? And why do I have to feel like I have to put 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 put, put out right? Okay, this so, is what I have for you. Okay, you ready? Three things that men can do to enhance the relationship, but I'm gonna do three things that women can do. Okay. You're gonna do both? Yeah. Or you want me to do men and you do women? Oh, no, you do men. Oh. You're giving, you're saying what men can do, and I'm going to say what women can do. Three, three things. things. You gonna go first or me? No, I'm pointing to you, see? Now you are, okay. <laughs> um, one, be, be attractive, don't be unattractive. That's one, but then there's going to be like sub-sections within that one. Go to the gym. You're going to dress nice. 
you're gonna make an attempt to drive a nice car, you're gonna provide, you're gonna do the things that like make you masculine. Yeah? And in there as well, okay, if you're if you got the cul-de-sac going on, you're you're going bald, freaking just shave your head. Or if you really don't like that idea, that idea, get online, get, get some row row game. It might work for you. Don't do the toupee that looks fake, it looks bad all the time. People still do, still do toupees. Um, your friend's dad did well, forever. Forever, but yeah. I don't, I don't think, think I does, see very many now. people do it anymore. Right, I don't know if they do or if they don't, but the ones that I've seen in the past look bad. They're going okay. old school. <laughs> so, but we're still on one, right? Yeah. But, but the, per, the, the idea of that is be attractive, don't be unattractive. That goes back to like some, some like pickup rules, right, from the past, from like the 90s, okay? Um, but do the things to make yourself attractive and be masculine, right? Um, women are attracted, sexually attracted for the most part to masculine men, okay? So um, that's so one. That's still one, <laughs> okay. That's still one. Um, number two, foreplay um, begins about 10 minutes after the pre previous orgasm, okay? Throughout the day, or you know, when you get done, you're gonna cuddle. You're gonna you're gonna be close at night. When you wake up, you're gonna kiss her goodbye before you leave for work. You're gonna send her text message through throughout the day. You might even send dirty text messages here and there, right? Um, you're gonna say things that are gonna make her like attracted to you throughout the day while you're not there. You're gonna make her miss you while you're gone. Okay. Um, and I would say number three is now, this is not necessarily chore play, but this is just being a man. Do the manly things at home. If something needs to be built, build it. If something needs to be fixed, fix it. Um, ain't nothing wrong with putting your goddamn dishes in the sink. I'm not saying that like, I'm saying that like doing the dishes is gonna make her whole horny. But I am saying that if you just make a freaking mess and you're a slob, she's gonna resent you and that's not gonna lead to like good feelings, right? Um, but do the man manly stuff at home. Fix the shit, um, build the shit. If her car needs to be washed, wash it. If it, you drive her car and it's low on gas, happens a lot, guys. Go to the gas station and <laughs> fill it up for her. Don't drive her car and leave no gas in it. <laughs> I mean, up in just, the <laughs> just go to the gas station, fill it up for her, right? Um, just be conscious of the things that like are going to make her feel appreciated, right? So if you make an effort to be attractive, if you make her feel desired and loved, and then you like take care of her at home, and like you take care of the home and be a good dad, like. I mean, shoot, there's, there's not a lot else. I would say that there, there's gonna be a fourth thing. If you don't know what you're doing in the sack, freaking learn. I mean, I always tease and joke, and I know this is touchy subject because there's like some people, the minute you say porn, like they get turned off, right? But it's kind of a joke, right? You don't necessarily need to look at porn, but you can look at stuff on YouTube. You can go to the bookstore and read books about TED technique. But if you're shitty in the sack, freaking learn to not be shitty in the sack. You can go learn techniques. If you don't necessarily want to ask her, if you're afraid, if you're ashamed to ask her what she wants, you can get on YouTube and, and listen to things. You can get, there's all sorts of podcasts about this stuff too. You can listen to podcasts. You can go to the bookstore and get books. There's all sorts of ways where you can learn to not be shitty in the sack.
you could also just not be ashamed and ask her what she wants also, right? You know, and you guys can have the discussion. So be attractive. Don't be unattractive. Take care of the house. Take care of the shit that needs to be fixed and built. Um, do the masculine things. Go to the gym. Work out and be a rock star in bed. And I don't think you're going to have issues. <laughs> Is that like one point? Five, 1.6. 1. Well, 7. the first one had like <laughs> seven or eight sub points. And so, yeah, there's one, one A, one B, one B, and then two, one A, one B, or two, two A, two B. You, you can't confine me to three. I'm going to say what I want to say. <laughs> well, I think with all of these things, as these are things that you just can't ever be complacent with. You have to continually like add to these things in your relationship. And and I think as women, I think we need to understand, like if I were to say number one, understand our, our husband's needs to have sex physically and understand that that is how they associate our love for them. And just because he's needing it doesn't mean that it's not this loving thing that we're giving to each other. And I think that because as women, we're always like, oh, how do I get love? How do I feel love? But guess what? Like, this is something that makes our husbands feel loved. So understanding that this is like not only just something that you do in your relationship because it gives love, but it's also something we can have fun with. And it's something that you can like add to your relationship with. Um, another thing is, is like also staying like in your the best physical condition that you can and being sexy. And I say this on a whole other level of being for yourself also as women, because I know when you're not in your best physical shape, you sometimes don't want your partner to see you naked. You don't want to have that physical relationship because you start feeling bad about yourself and you get in your own head. So take care of yourself so that you can feel great about yourself and understand another thing that if your husband is wanting to have sex with you, he's desiring you, he's wanting you. So get out of your head and have fun with that moment because sometimes like we're just so in our head about the way that we look or the way that we're feeling that we don't realize that we have this amazing man that wants, that's desiring us, that wants to be with us and just cherish that moment, be in that moment with your man. Um, the other thing I would say, or is this my number three? This is my number three. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, is kind of be spontaneous with some things and, you know, have some, like get some lingerie, like kind of be sexy, like put on a sexy shirt that, put on one of his shirts that may, you may look sexy, you know, kind of be, take it to the next level. And kind of what I was saying earlier is, Take all that emotion, that desire that you're having through these books, through these movies that like makes you all feel like giddy and excited. Use that in your relationship and in the sex that you have, because when you're when you can actually enjoy the moment and enjoy where you are at in that intimacy level, all of a sudden, like you start to desire it so much more it becomes a whole level of like wanting it instead of dreading it. And I say dreading it because I know there's a lot of women out there who do dread sex and it shouldn't be that way. And I think when you both are working towards having this like 
leveling up in your intimacy then all of a sudden like you get to a point where like you're having sex and it's like this glorious moment like and it sounds weird glorious. <laughs> you say glorious but I mean it's like That's this moment old school <laughs> I saw blue it was glorious but it's like <laughs> it's just this moment of like of realizing you know like in intimacy the more that you give actually the more you get back and in any part of your relationship the more you're giving and this was like even in our last talk that we had like we talked about how like you get more from it than you you get more from it when you give more from it and even in intimacy that's a huge thing when you start giving more and you start like thinking about what his needs are in intimacy then all of a sudden like you enjoy it more because like you can understand like you're both giving more to that yeah and we've talked a lot a lot about the you know like this whole thing was about like what his need is for sex right so i'm gonna give you some more okay um again right like uh we talk a lot about his needs for sex guys need for sex right well guys guess what she's got some needs too i have had friends we've talked about this in other podcasts but i have friends guys i knew or their wives will, will want to go dancing. They want to go do things. The guy's like, well, I don't dance. I don't want to do these things, right? Well, you want her to fulfill your needs, so God damn it, get out the goddamn house and go take her dancing and fulfill her, her needs, right? Because just like women, FYI, if you starve the poor man of sex, he pr probably will go have an affair, right? Guys, if you starve her of uh, being able to go out and do some of the things she craves to do, like dancing and all that stuff, she just might find somebody else to dance with, right? It's like that Bruno Mars song where he says he should have bought her flowers and now she's dancing with another man, right? Like that's a thing, right? Like right, wrong, or different, that's just a thing, okay? So you want her to fulfill your needs? Well, freaking fulfill hers too, right? Um, and then the last thing we've talked about before also, I would say this is, um, Guys, oftentimes they give their cool away, okay? Don't give your cool away. Keep doing the things that made you attractive in the first place. If you keep doing the things that made you attractive to her in the first place, odds are she will continue to be attracted to you in the long run, okay? What does that mean? Keep the motorcycle, keep the sports car, keep playing football if that's what you did, right? Keep playing soccer if that's what you did. Like, keep your interest up. You have to, be in, you have, to have interest to be interesting, right? Um, and guys will give that away because they think that's what they're supposed to do as a family man, but it ultimately leads her to be less attracted to you because all of a sudden you have no, no more interests. And I will say there is a little bit of a caveat to that because um, don't have so many interests that you take away from right. your relationship. And if your wife doesn't have any interests... You have interests, to manage them, Yeah, you, sure. you have to make sure that she also has interests, that she's, like, fulfilling as well. And actually embrace that. Like, encourage her to have those interests because otherwise, if you're constantly out having your own interests and ignoring her and she's home wanting you and you're not there... That creates a bad place. I'm not also. saying that at all, right? No. Like, if you keep the motorcycle, take yeah. her take on her rides with you. If you yeah. keep the sports cars, take her to cars and coffee with you, right? Go to the meets, meet the people, have her by your side, right? I'm not saying, like, do all this shit without her, although we all need shit that we do yes. on our own also, right? Yeah. But you can't do it so much that you absolutely neglect each other either, though, right? So... 
Yeah. Don't give your cool away. Um, fulfill her needs. Stay attractive. Take care of the shit around the house that dudes are supposed to do. Just be a masculine, attractive man, and I don't think you'll have issues, right? You know, so... Um, usually, if she's going to bounce, if she's sick of you, if she's saying we need a break, it's because you're lacking or you've let some of those things go. I know in, in our life when when we've gotten to situations like that, I usually can look back at myself and think, well, I'm slipping here, here, and here, and I need to step up here, here, and here. So, um, and it does me no good to be like, well, she's being awful because she's slipping here because I have no control of that. So what I do is you know, I look at myself, I'm slipping in X, Y, Y, and Z, and I need to improve on that. I need to get myself in check and fix those things, right? And women, you need to do the same thing. I was going to say, and that's actually a great thing to do is when you're lacking in your relationship, look inside yourself and realize how you can give more to your relationship because we can always want something from our partner, but we can't control that. But when we give more, we usually, they usually return more. It's really easy to sit there and say he or she is awful. Um, But ultimately in the end, it's the only person you can control is you right so i've had a few guys that have um gone through divorce or near divorce separation stuff like that and my advice to them is always the same you're going to become attractive you're going to go work out you're going to do the things that make you masculine it might work she might decide that she likes you again right worst case scenario if not well you're a better person for the next one that you end up with right you're a better man being single moving forward than you were right so it's still a win-win right either it might work and you might stoke that desire from her again and you live happily ever after because now you're the rock star that she wants you to be or she like continues with the hate and resentment and you have to move on and then the next one will appreciate you more right so the answer is always be better yes always better yourself yeah absolutely better tomorrow than you were yesterday and uh, i think if you do that really has no choice but to improve yeah you know since guys have this need of sex and feeling fulfillment in sex yeah (laughs) we might have to end this one with a bang you know it peace out we're out of here guys